0: Welcome to the Pet Loss Companion. I'm Ken Dolan Vecchio. I'm here with my friend and co-author Nancy Saxton Lopez, and this is a program that we do live on Facebook and YouTube every Thursday. We didn't do it last Thursday because of my schedule, but generally every Thursday, from six to about six thirty, and it's an opportunity to take the knowledge and the experiences that and the and the understanding that we gain. From many, many years of facilitating pet loss groups, Nancy for more than 30 years, me for more than 13 years. And we originally compiled that understanding into a book. It's called The Pet Loss Companion Healing Advice from Family Therapists Who Lead Pet Loss Groups. But this medium allows us to expand our reach in a more direct way, even and to have discussions with you, interactions with you. And we encourage you to get in touch with us. And you can do that through email. You can reach me at KenDDV at gmail.com. You can reach Nancy at NsaxtonLopez, that's N-S-A-X-T-O-N-L-O-P-E-Z at CSMPC.com. You can share a story with us, which if you give us permission, we'll likely share on one of these programs. And also, you can tell us that you don't want us to share, and that's fine, too. Of course. (laughs) As we're going to respect your privacy, (laughs) but it does help people very much. We've learned to hear other people's stories. And all of this information, the rest of the information I, I give you in this opening, is available in the description that falls below either the video cast that you're looking at, the video replay, or the audio replay that you might find on Apple or Audible or Spotify or one of the other podcast outlets. You can support the program in a variety of ways through Venmo, through PayPal, through a monthly subscription. All of the above again are in the program description. This friend is this program is a friend of Dakin Humane Society in Springfield, Mass. For more information, you can go to Dakin Humane, that's D-A-K-I-N-H-U-M-A-N-E.org. Dakin sponsors a cost-free zoom pet loss support group that I facilitate It mm-hmm. happens on the second Tuesday of the month just a couple of days ago was our April meeting from 6 p.m. to 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time you can dial in from any place on the planet we any place in the have world from all over the country we have had people from Australia and the UK and so you can, Germany you can dial in from anywhere and you just need to go to the link that is available in the description and the next meeting is on May 9th and you just need to go to the link and register and you'll get an RSVP link to come to the program. Please consider subscribing on YouTube YouTube because when you do that, it, it makes it so that the YouTube algorithm alerts people who are looking for pet loss support to this program and it puts the program at perhaps a higher rating, higher higher place on the list of resources for people. We just, we hear regularly from people that they hear about the program because they're just searching and so, Mm -hmm. and then they find it It's useful for them. So if it's helpful for you, please uh, go to YouTube and subscribe. It'll, it'll help other people by doing that. And we'll certainly be grateful for the affirmation as well. So today we have a special program. And it is going to be about Nancy's loss. So Nancy lost her beloved pug, Jack, on March 10th. And so it's very recent. And she's going to talk about him and share his story. And also we'll share some images that Nancy has very graciously agreed to share with with everyone. So Nancy, I'll hand it over to you to get us started.
1: Um, yeah, my little, my little Jack, and you know the names. Everybody has a whole bunch of names for their dogs, right? Jack, Jack Mac, Jackie Mackey, Mackie, Macky Dubop, Mackie Macky You know, my little Mac. It's very um,
0: embarrassing for you,
1: um, <laughs> but he didn't care, right? It was <laughs> fine. Um, so, you know, we really do appreciate everyone's stories, and we thought that even though it's hard, and I don't know how I'm going to be through this, but um, to share that we'd go through this too, right? We have our lovely animals. I yeah. mean, you know, Isabel and and, and um, Abigail. yeah, Abigail, uh, died last year. Year, yeah. Before, yeah, last year, right? last year before
0: last year, right? The year before last, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The time has gone so fast. Um, yeah. So tonight, I'm going to share my story with Jack. Um, so way back in 2005, we had two elderly pugs. We have, I've had pugs since 1977, um, and Freddie and Lulu died within a few months of each other that year, um, and they were almost 16. Um, so in November, um, you know, we were walking around where we live, and at that time there was a pet store in town, which was kind of weird, but it was there, and we saw Rosie And this was the age of Titanic, okay? So so we saw this little black pug, and we thought, oh, you know, a little female black pug. Freddie had been a rescue, and he was black. But we said, okay. So I, at this stage, I mean, who knows if she came from a puppy mill. She came from the Midwest, you know. But we took took Rosie home. It was meant to be because someone was looking at her, and then they came down the street and said, We're not going to take her. So we went back, you know, and got her. So we had Rosie for a little bit. And then there was a flyer in the deli um, about their pugs that were, you know, for sale. And we thought my daughter said, Oh, gee, you know, why don't we get another one (laughs) now (laughs) now that she doesn't like dogs at all. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. So, um, so it was in South Jersey and, you know, I live in Northern New Jersey and the, the breeder, I, I don't know too much, I remember too much about her, except that it was a long trip. And if anyone has lived in the state of New Jersey, you know that there are two different jerseys, right? There's the Northern part and there's the Southern part. And now the central part is kind of like, well, where are we in this, in this mix? So the southern part is very rural, we're known for blueberries, there's a lot of the Pine Barrens, it's it's kind of an interesting place. And so I remember driving up to the house, and it was kind of out in the country, and all of a sudden this woman comes out and she's got pugs and then Pomeranians that are all around her feet, right? And we're like, okay. So we went into the house and there was this big couch, leather couch, which didn't smell the best, <laughs> and this huge TV and this, and this man that was just sitting in a recliner, And he didn't say anything, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and then this other man comes out in a wheelchair and he doesn't say anything either and then goes back. But here's all these puppies, P- Pomeranian puppies, pup, puppies. And so we connected to Jack and, and of course, Titanic, right? Jack Dawson and, and and Rosie Dawson, and so um, we we went and got and we purchased him and, and came home. So they got love here really well. Um, my daughter, who was home at the time, my husband and I were out. Um, she came, she came out of the bathroom and said, "Oh, Rosie's in heat, but I I don't I don't want to put I don't want to put her little pad on right." So she comes out and says, oh, my God, they're together. What do we do? What do I do about that? Right. (laughs) So 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 we had neutered Jack, but we couldn't spay Rosie for some reason. She kept on going to false heat and and false pregnancy. and stuff. So I don't know. In January of 2007, five little puppies came, one on our couch.
0: So wait, Jack had been neutered already.
1: Yeah. Forty five day lag. Wow, so so all of a sudden we're like, "Oh my goodness, right?" So we we had all of these little puppies, one fawn and the rest were all black. And so um, we got we got it all you know, we got the little area where Rosie could be and we got the lights and we stayed up with them and you know, Rosie wasn't okay, mom. Jack was a really good dad. You know, he was in there with the puppies, and he really took care of them. Rosie was like, "Yeah, alright I'll, I'll be in there, but <laughs> Jack, Jack was the man. So, and that's when now, and so Ken, I think you had so this is this was our picture of, and we had a formal picture taken of all of them, and there they are, <laughs> and it's it's Jack and Rosie and Ellie, who's our little rescue Frenchie, and Hank and Molly.
0: Are
1: Hank and Molly, Jack and Rosie's babies? Uh, yeah, Rosie and, and and Jack are the parents, and Hank and Molly are the babies. Now we had we did have two others that we um, we sold, and we had one that my 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 in laws took. So everything was going along good. I think the thing with Jack, which was so important, was he was such he was such a good guy. He was really chill. He was always happy. The only thing that bugged him is don't touch his food. Okay, uh, don't touch his food. Right, that, that that he would get pissed off. Otherwise, he he popped along. He was, and he was the smallest of the group, right? And so, and he had the softest, softest fur. Um, but he just wanted to be next to you. Uh, you know, Rosie was a little crabby. Hank was a little needy. Molly was a little wired. jack you know he was just a sweet boy he would just hang out with you he didn't need to be pet a lot he just wanted to be next to you and he always had a sunny disposition it was like he didn't have a care in the world and that little tongue i know he had he he, as you go along the tongue gets you know a lot longer he was such he was such a sweet sweet boy um So through the years, though, he did develop some issues. You know, he had chronic kind of a pneumonia cough, Um, so we had to medicate him for that. He did develop, you know, a thyroid issue. Um, He did have some bladder issues um, and, um, and allergies, you know, so, you know, he had his measure of, of medications. Um, and that was, you know, we took care of him with that, but it wasn't something that unfortunately, like some of our other pugs who really had serious, you know, surgeries and and terminal illnesses or really difficult chronic illnesses. So, um, but as he got older, right? I mean, unfortunately, um, Hank died first, and he died in 2019. He was my heart guy. He was my heart guy. And he had epilepsy and diabetes and anemia, and he'd have multiple surgeries and hematomas. He lost a toe. I mean, the poor little man just had so much but you know he he developed ivdd and so he you know we had to, we unfortunately had to euthanize him and then the next year rosie died um, and she had cancer and kidney disease and then the next year molly died and so jack was the one left um, you know we had some couple frenchies but jack was our our last little pug and he was such a he again he just he just loved us he just hung out so over time he did develop um blindness and he became deaf you know so he would just but he would walk around the house he had little wow yeah he had these little special places where he was he could just curl up and um and he and he had his little condo he had two little condos actually that was his that was his little pillow he had little condo but um, early March of this year, and he was almost 17, I mean, we were going into, he would be, he would have been 17 April, April uh, 5th. Oh. And so, I mean, and at that point, when you start, all of the other pugs have died, and you're like, hmm, and Jack's still going, you know, he's, he's still going along. And, you know, you start to get, anticipatory grief right because you start to get stressed a little he's okay now but he is older ever all the other pugs have gone and he's older than them and what's that going to be like and how's it going to happen and you try not to think about that but obviously the older they get then that it starts to kind of seep in you know yep and in early March, he must have walked into something, and he, a, it created a, a tear in his eye oh, an wow. in his eye. And if anyone who knows pugs, you can't touch their face. you know You can't touch their eyes, their mouth, their nose. <laughs> they just won't have anything to do with that. Um, so trying to get drops in his eyes was almost impossible they fight so hard they're so little but they fight so hard but we were doing that but all of a sudden he just started walking in circles oh wow and he just he just started to howl and he started to cry and he started to bark and that wasn't him at all and i remember one day and it was probably around like the eight or 9th of March, I was sitting. I had some some time between sessions, and it was three hours. And we couldn't soothe him. And he didn't want to be next to us. And he just was so uncomfortable. And even though he was eating and he was drinking, he just couldn't stop walking in circles. And so my husband and I really talked about it. Um, and it was a hard talk, you know, we didn't want to lose him. But we also knew that he, he just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, he probably has some neurological issues. Um, he, and once in a while, coming into, you know, this, up these episodes, he would tilt his head a little bit, right? And that is also a sign of some neurological things and so after it was that the anxiety that you get the pain that you suffer from it, the the anticipation of what you may have to do and not wanting to do that right you it, it's it's palpable and you live with it it's heavy it's yeah. a, it's, mm-hmm. it's so and so incredibly um Anx- the anxiety I don't know, I can't explain the anxiety. I know the people know that that Herb have written to us right about that anxiety and that difficulty. Um, and so he was going to have on that Friday a trip to the vet for his eye. and we decided that that we would we would let him go then. And so you know we, we loved him, you know we, we were with him we, and he he just was so, so uncomfortable, um, but we went through a life life story, you know, all the three of us and and how much he meant to us, and what a good boy he was, and what
0: a sweet so you, you talked with him about yeah the life that you had shared yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And so that we woke up that morning and, you know, we took him, And, you know, I think the vets were a little uh, surprised, you know. Um, we have a doctor that we love there. She's a young doctor, but we, we really care about her. And she was, you, you want to do that? And, and we were telling, yeah, this, this is what he's going through. And because we couldn't soothe him, right, he would, he would walk for so long, and then he collapsed and sleep right? But he just, he just, he didn't have a quality of life anymore. And so we held him. That feeling, I have to talk about that feeling that is so, it's it's so, I, I don't, devastating. I, I don't know how to explain it. We holding him. And of course they had brought in the catheter, right? And, and then they, they put the initial, um, tranquilizer you know and they gave him kind of a relax it and then they put this tranquilizer in and of course you know I'm, I'm I can feel him you know and he's he's making noise but it's really you know like he's he's asleep almost and then she put in the euthanasia solution and I could feel it boom <laughs> That feeling is so like when people talk about dead weight, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, that little body who was only 13 pounds, right, was all felt like it was 30 pounds. And and, and that was, and we kissed him goodbye. Um, and so we, of course, we were upset. I'm going to read his It's, a, little, it's, it's such
0: a surreal.
1: I know, right? It
0: feels like it's a, it's a different. You're in a different mindset and a different, it's just very different when you're holding You know that that's happening and you're, the, the word heaviness, as you mentioned before, comes to mind for me, just the, the extraordinary heaviness of, the, of what's going on.
1: It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's really, really hard. So I'm going to read, I did a little obituary for him on Facebook and it said, our sweet, lovable Jack, Jack Mac, Mackey, Macadoobie, Big Daddy, has today joined his wife, Rosie, and kids, Gracie, Eddie, Molly, and Hank, over the Rainbow Bridge. He was our longest living pug. On April 5th, he would have been 17. Unfortunately, he developed severe neurological problems, which greatly diminished his quality of life, and telling us it was his time. Jack was very happy and chill, except around his food. Um, and he, he loved that food until until he, he wasn't breathing. Um, but he always looking just to be near his, his humans. We are now pugless, sigh, but still have our two beautiful Frenchies. Jack will be missed terribly, but we know he will always be with us in our hearts and spirits. Now, I will say this. I have to share this story this morning. And I wasn't thinking about it, but now I'm going to share it. So, Ken, Ken you and I have been talking about this and, and me being able to talk about my, my my loss with Jack for, you know, some weeks now after he died. So this morning, I'm taking my walk. I'd taken Boogie out. Now I'm taking my walk alone. And, you know, once in a while, I'll see a pug, you know, phone pugs usually, you know, in our neighborhoods, you know, that I go in. But this morning, I walked down this one street, and a woman had come out of her house. She was on the phone, and there was a black punk.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I'm like, Jackie, are you <laughs> saying something to me? Because you know that I'm going to speak about you tonight. And I couldn't. I unfortunately, the woman was, you know, preoccupied, and I, I couldn't just walk up to her, you know. <laughs> but I thought that was. <laughs> That was a
0: sign. Yeah, these things, these signs happen.
1: So, and I and I didn't think of it until I got home. I said, "Oh my God, that was Jack!" Right? He was (laughs) saying, "I gotcha." You know, I know that you're going to talk about me tonight. You know, I'm here. Um, So, what we did, we had we we have had um, every pug eight eight now with all seven. Kashi wasn't wasn't didn't didn't have this uh, this. uh, this situation, but uh, we we go to a place in northern New Jersey, northwest, which is called Abbey Glen, and Abbey Glen is this beautiful. It's, it's a crematory, it's a cemetery, an animal pet, you know, cemetery, and we've done it seven times now, and we've gone up there, and it's actually it's just a beautiful place, um, very serene. Um, You know, it's, and they have a beautiful, you know, um, inside, you know, they're in, they have a crematory building and then they have where you could have an actual funeral. Um, And, you know, all of the, all, except for the horses, all of the graves are, uh, uh, you know, plaques, you know, in, in, in the, in the ground. And you can decorate them. People do that. They get decorated for Christmas. They can get decorated for Thanksgiving, for Halloween. The first time I actually saw Abby Glen, it was a Halloween time and it was a sea of pumpkins.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It was so many pumpkins and it was so beautiful with the autumn leaves and it was just so peaceful and calm. And so we called uh, the, the, you know, Abby Glenn and we made our arrangements. And so when you walk in, it's almost like you're in a you are in a funeral home, right? Um, and I think there's a little that's it's a beautiful place. Um, it's it's just peaceful and, and so nice, and the people there are so lovely. And and I just want
0: to interject that they, they are not sponsoring us. You're just talking no, no, they're not. That's I just the, took the pictures. experience that you've
1: had. although I will getting say that. No. I will say this though, our book was there. I, uh, you no, know, our book no, is no, is there. They do have some nice, yeah. books books, yeah, which is nice. But no, um, this is just the place we have gone and, and we have, have um you know really um had a, a good experience. So the pictures, I'm yeah, there he is. Um, so the pictures coming up though, may be a little difficult for people. I'm not sure, because when you go into the crematory building, um, which is also serene and beautiful, there are little rooms, and there's there's uh, a a window that that is is goes to the crematory that is um, filmed, it has film on it, and then it opens up when when the body is put into the crematory but you can't you can't take any pictures after that um you can't take pictures of the crematory however you your your animal your is is laid out in in like a wake right so the next couple of pictures that's that's the the window that goes into the crematory that but they made a sign of release we can't we couldn't take pictures of the crematory actually so the actual yeah the actual crematory so but the next pictures are him being laid out. Now they were they're very one they're beautiful pictures. But if you're not comfortable, you don't have to look right now because there's a few of them. But I thought it might be interesting for people to see. And so, so we. Well, have I'm going to
0: show. I'm going to start showing them. Yes, you can start
1: showing them. And this sweet little boy. Um, I put flowers in all my and all of my babies. You know. I bring, this was tulips and roses for him, um, and he looks so peaceful, right? Yeah. I sent these to Ken and Ken goes, oh, it's, you know, it's so peaceful. Yeah. And um, it looks like Jack, you know, but he's so white. He was he was so old for a little black pug, Um but they, it, it's so it's so lovely how they have that you know, that you can do that and you can he's laid out that way um, so we got to spend some time with him and uh, and after uh, after you're when you're ready you can then ring a little bell and then um, you know, then what they do is they we, you close the, those doors to where he is and then they they bring him around and you can you can see where he is put in the crematory and then then you leave and you could stay and wait for the ashes or they could be sent to you if that's probable I love that picture because it really is I love black eye. So, my little man is now home oh i should have I should have given you that picture <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we all right. yeah we all have teapots, and now we mm-hmm. have eight little teapots in the house, and we have eight little memorial stones in the backyard so and we are sad that our, we don't have any more pugs we, we have I've had pugs since nineteen seventy seven um, but we still of course love our little Frenchies one Ellie's over here, and she's she's sleeping um but that's that's our that's our story you know yeah. my story um i miss him every day you know i miss all of my babies every day um so you know it, well, i i it's interesting because um there's things there's sayings that now i re i will remember you longer than when i had you right oh, yeah,
0: yeah uh, it's always is. It's yeah. something to contemplate the passage of time, right? And
1: yeah.
0: what it, how it helps us hold our memories.
1: I wanted to show you. Man. There's a
0: there's a couple of comments. One is oh, okay. from Beth Ann, who says. Oh, thank you. Loss. Thank you Beth, yeah. and then we have one from. Uh, Frank oh,
1: I'm sorry.
0: So sorry that you have, you have a fresh.
1: Yeah, free, you have a fresh
0: loss as well. Yeah.
1: It's terrible. I know it's so hard and so so upsetting and devastating. I do have something else. Another saying. I sent you this saying too. It was a while ago, and I think it. I don't know who wrote it. Um, it's not social media, but I thought that this this was so was was so poignant. Also, it says when I, it's called when I go, mm-hmm. and when I go, don't learn to live without me. Just learn to love me in a different way. Mm-hmm. And if you need to see me, close your eyes or look in your shadow. When the sun shines, I'm there. Sit with me in the quiet and you will know I did not leave. There is no leaving when a soul is blended with another. And I think that is so cool. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for for sharing this, Nancy. I know (laughs) that it's been something you've been wanting to do but also that it's
1: yeah I know it's it's hard but you know what we all go through it and it and the people and hopefully my story also helps others like all the stories that we get all these stories that come in you know are really helpful to hear for others Jack had a nice he had a good life he had a
0: brilliant life he couldn't have he won the lottery in landing with you and Peter <laughs> he won the Pug lottery. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right.
0: So, no. I just want to mention one more comment, just uh, from Tammy. You says, "I'm so sorry you. for your loss. I lost my Maltese just before Thanksgiving. I'm having bad dreams now. I want to write and share my oh, story." Oh, please, so, welcome you. Story. And we have other comments coming in too. It was be- That was beautiful. Beautiful photos. Lots of love.
1: Oh, thank you. Gang, gang, gang. I love that. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah. Thank Um, you once again, Nancy. And we'll we'll talk again. We will
1: talk next week. week and we'll have other stories to share. And thank you for hearing mine. Take care.